Welcome to another episode of Unconditionally Unfiltered. It has been a week. Or two. I don't know. Holidays. It all ends up getting mixed up. It's been quite the roller coaster. Yeah, we've had we've had an intense couple weeks with personal stuff, with just house stuff, um, with the death in the family. I just feel like there's been a lot yeah. in the state of the world as it is. I mean, there's just been a lot going on. Yeah, it's been... Charlie sprained her ankle, guys. She <laughs> hopping all hops over the place. around on one foot. <laughs> it's pretty cute and also kind of sad. Yeah, it is pretty cute. Yeah, it's been... I feel like our relationship and probably all relationships, period, it's been like a roller coaster ride with like high like high highs and low lows. Yeah, but there's reasons behind that though. Yeah, I agree. I'm just saying we kind of hit like a low low and, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I also but. think we forced that upon ourselves too. Oh yeah. Well, and that's, that's the whole thing we wanted to talk about today is surrendering. And we talked a little bit about it when we kind of gave like our update a few episodes ago. Yeah. So, I mean, what we're working on right now is like fully surrendering and neutrality. I feel like though you think that's like our two things we're working on and it's hard. Like it's really hard because our human brain, our ego, whatever you want to call it is always like just wants to be a little biatch and pokes, pokes. It's like an annoying sibling just pokes at you. Or an annoying wife. Wife? Wife. I'm not annoying. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, for sure, that inner voice, that ego. And it's so funny, like, I don't know. I just, I, I was feeling like I was starting to get good at, like, surrendering. And then... Well, that's what the universe does, right? Happened. It's like you learn a lesson and you're like, sweet, I got this down. And it's like, ha ha, F you. <laughs> Here's another Punch one. Punch in the face. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So, like, the whole point of surrendering is when things come up, you surrender. And then the point of neutrality is, I mean, we could probably use a bunch of examples, but, like, something comes up. If you look at something neutral, it is just so much easier to move forward or to process it. But if something comes up and you're instantly like jump on a side or you have an opinion or you get offended or whatever that looks like, it's just, I just like it shapes a lot. Yeah. Well, and I, I love how Michael Singer phrases it. So he's the one, Jalen's listening to the untethered soul. And that's amazing. And I, I love that book. And then I also, I love even more the surrender experiment, which is more like his biography of of everything so but what he says in um, the untethered soul is no matter what is happening in your life at that moment it's taken 65 million years for these two things to happen so i mean he'll tie it back to like road rage like you know just like someone going very slow in the fast lane which jalen knows is like a huge frustration for me um but it's like you know that that point to happen has taken 65 million years and all of the things that have happened before that to lead to that. So it's just his whole point is like, just enjoy and surrender and think of like how big the universe is to actually like have these two points meet. So, so with like road rage for future reference, 
Oh, man. I do think this is a good example. So I think, is was it in his book that that he talked about an example? Uh, that could have been his course because I did that like 15-hour course of his. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of something else, but I swear it, maybe it was a podcast. I don't know. But someone was talking about like, yeah, someone's in front of you going slow or they cut you off and your instant reaction is like, flip them off, F you. Thumbs like, up. Get mad. Have your thumbs up. Yeah, whatever it is. Get mad. You're yelling at them. You flip them off when you drive by. But it's like if you're looking at that in, at a neutral state, it could be like, oh my gosh, they could be in a hurry to go to the hospital or they could be having a really bad day, you know? I mean, there's like, I don't know, just looking at it in a neutral state so you're not instantly jumping to the worst conclusion. Well, or, and not thinking about yourself. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's like the big thing. Because in that instance, it's like, like, why would you cut me off? I have like family in the car, kids are in the car, and you just like cut me off. Or it's just annoying. I was going 90. How dare you cut me off? Well, yeah, I think I think the pride's probably the more common thing. Like, you cut me off going five miles per hour under the speed limit. Isn't but... it so funny just to look at that, though? In the big picture, it's like the things we get mad at that really don't matter. Like, who cares if someone cuts you off? You know what I mean? I mean, it's going to delay my drive by 30 seconds. Yeah, that's like... But that's not what I think about. I just want to, like, be in my lane, you know? You do. Jalen loves my driving. Favorite. I think that's a good example. Yeah, so and I think there have been instances like I'm I'm definitely a lot more like self aware when I'm driving now. I still get frustrated, but I'm at least like aware of when I do get frustrated to kind of like talk myself down a little bit. Um and I just think more in life, I feel like I've been doing better at just like surrendering to the moment, like with the house, you know, and like things like, like big things that should be stressful to me just aren't very stressful. It's just more like surrendering to. And what does that ultimately, happen. ultimately lead to? It leads to freedom. And that's what they're talking about. Bless you. That's what they're talking about in the book right now is it's, it's literally leads to freedom. Like surrendering leads to freedom, like letting things come up, filling them, letting them go through you. Because I think there's like a misconception of people think they have to be happy all the time and positive and they can't have negative emotions. Like that's where when something negative comes up, you have to fill it and like you have to work through it. If you shove it down, it like makes the problem 10 times worse. Yeah. Because then you're just constantly shoving these down, shoving these down. And it may sound silly, but like that stuff literally can lead to disease and to sickness and to complication. Well, it just puts so much stress on your body, right? It's everything. So. And I think, I mean, everyone on this entire planet has stuff they could be working on right now. Um, anyways. Yep. Okay, so back to surrendering. Um, we have a story experience. I failed really bad. Well, let me share. I'll start. I'll start. I'll back up. There's a lot to this. Um, if you listen to our podcast... And this is heavy. This is like heavy stuff. It is heavy. And we're probably not going to go into like crazy detail because some of it we're literally still working through as we speak. But we felt like this is this is a good topic because if you guys follow me on Instagram or any spiritual people on Instagram, December is a massive, massive, massive month of change and more energy and light is coming to earth than any other month. And it's going to be a roller coaster this month. And so that's why... I feel why like they say that every month and I feel like it's true. Well, it is. I mean, there's even more of a, it's just more coming in and it's, I mean, there's a lot of big things happening this month, whether, I mean, some people maybe don't believe that, but 
I mean, I can feel it when they're like the energy surges are coming. I already knew, I already know that they're here before I even read about it, you know, because I can feel it. It's being, it's really cool being in tune. Um, anyways, where was I going with that? Oh, just, it's just a big month. So if and, you follow and there's spiritual gonna be people, a lot talking, of shadows coming yeah, out. They're talking with about that. shadows coming up and all these things coming up. So we have the choice always. We can work through those shadows or we can shove them down. Shoving them down is not good. It's going to keep you in a lower vibrational state. If you're working through those, you're literally going to be raising like the state of your vibration yeah. and your consciousness. Like it is just so good. So I think if, it just comes back to that freedom, right? Yes. If things are coming up, work through them. Don't be scared. Sit down, grab your journal, write through stuff. It's very, very good for you. I promise. Okay. So let's back up. Um, June, we did our ayahuasca ceremony. Um, I uncovered some trauma with a miscarriage, um, with my ex. And after that happened, I was like, uh, should I talk to him? Like, this feels weird that I just worked through this massive thing. And I feel like there needs to be like some communication there. And I was like, nah, like that's, it's weird. That's, it's been so long. It's been like eight years, eight, nine, ten, I don't even know, eight years, nine years. So I just left it at that. Um, three weeks ago, three weeks ago. I started yeah. having dreams and he were, he was in my dreams. It's probably like four weeks ago. The dreams started. Yeah. Cause it was like a couple weeks before what we'll two, get to. Almost exactly two. Yeah. So probably like four or five weeks ago then. Okay, time's flying, man. Okay. So yeah. Anyways, time is relevant. Irrelevant. Time doesn't matter. Relative. Relative. <laughs> time. Whatever. And relevant. Human, the human brain likes time. So we're going to speak in timelines right now. So four weeks ago. I started having all these crazy dreams and he was in them. I also, he started coming up crazy like dreams, meditation. And there was even one time when I was like driving and I was just like in deep thought and he came up again, like I, that I needed to talk to him. And I'm like, I mean, in my head, I just kept thinking like, this doesn't feel productive to me. Why do I need to bring up stuff from the past? Like, it, it just didn't make sense in my head. So I just kept shoving it down. So this was going on for like literally two weeks straight. I didn't really like tell Sonder about a lot of it because it just didn't feel like it didn't feel important enough for me to bring it up. And like, why would I cause issues in my current marriage or bring up stuff? Like, I don't, I don't even think I want to talk to him, my ex. So that's kind of that. So then we go to a gala um, for anti-human trafficking. We're waiting in line to get some drinks and I look up and it's my ex-husband. <laughs> As the bartender. As he's the bartender. Um, and it took me a second to like, re like re realize who he was cause he had a mask on and yeah. So it took me a second and then I was like, I know you, like th that's what came out of my mouth was like, I know you. I didn't like know what else to say. And it was really crazy. I mean, this is like, this is a lot. I just felt like this connection and I could like feel his sadness. Well, I could even feel it. Sondra could feel it too. Like I just, I could like look in his eyes. I obviously couldn't see most of his face cause he had a mask on, but I just like, I could see, I could physically feel a sadness there. And on top of that, I was just in shock because two weeks prior, I mean the full two weeks prior, he was coming up in everything, meditation and prayer and whatever, all these things he was coming up. So the fact that he was there, I was like, holy shit. Okay, universe. I see you. I hear you. I got it. 
Um, I didn't do anything that night. Like I didn't talk to him. Um, we just, you know, we did our thing and then we left because I was so like, I was shook. Honestly, I was, cause I was like, holy crap. Okay. The universe is not messing around. And he didn't even, as far as I was concerned, he still lived in Southern Utah. He didn't even live up here. So I was just like shocked that we even saw him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely weren't expecting that. Yeah. So next day I messaged him. I'm like, I need to take care of this because clearly there's supposed to be a conversation and it needs to happen because I can't, like, I can't keep having dreams and this can't keep coming up. Like I have to work through this, whatever it is. I had no idea like what the purpose of this conversation was for. So I messaged him and he was like, yeah, totally. And I was actually shocked that he messaged me back. I just was like, I just figured he'd ignore it. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, well this is happening now. So I was super nervous. Um, and my intentions going into the conversation were, I obviously wanted to tell him about the miscarriage and kind of like walk through that and what happened and what was going on during that time. And then I also wanted to just, um, kind of apologize for our marriage in its entirety because it was a shit show, train wreck, all the things. Um, we got married really young and I feel like I was dealing with a lot of religious stuff. Um, and sexual trauma that I had not healed from that I didn't even know I needed to heal from until seven years later. And I had massive, massive, massive anxiety. Like the worst anxiety I've had in my life was during that time period of my life. And I didn't know what anxiety was until like probably a couple years after me and Sandra got married. So it was just like, I just kept telling myself something's wrong with you. Um, there was a million issues in our marriage. Like the communication was terrible and that was mostly on my part. I've had a really hard time in every aspect, period. So anyways, that's all the stuff I brought up. Sounds like the first year and a half of our marriage. Yes. So um, those are my intentions going into the conversation was, you know, to apologize, bring up that stuff and kind of just see where the conversation led. So going into the conversation, um, Sonder was working on the surrendering part. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it wasn't... I was definitely initially like very supportive of the conversation and like encouraging her to do it. I even like recommended they do it at our house. So, I mean, I was very much on board. Um, I don't know how, how much detail we want to get into what kind of led to the, my insecurities and maybe the triggering coming up. And Wendover. Yeah, I mean, let's just talk about it. Okay, we can cut it out if we need to. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, we... I don't know. I, th- I feel like we just... You know, we were down in St. George. Well, and I went to, like... I went to another ayahuasca ceremony, like, last last weekend. Well, two weeks ago, two yeah. Two weeks ago. Holy cow, time. Yeah. Okay, so two weeks ago... And then that's why I wasn't, I, w- I really wanted to meet up with him before that ceremony because I wanted to just go to the ceremony, like clear head, clear head with nothing. And that didn't happen. So like it was driving me crazy because it was in my head and I was like pretty neutral and fine until Saunders started bringing up stuff. And then I, and then I created like 20 issues in my, like 20 scenarios in my head. And then both of us were just like basically like sick for a couple days. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was it was rough. 
So, I mean, we were we were down in St. George for Thanksgiving. We always it it feels like it sucks a lot of our energy when we're just like at your parents' house with all the kids and just everything going on. And so we got back, had a funeral, and I think, you know, obviously that is like a big energy like exchange as well. Yeah, for sure. Um and so we just decided like literally as we were driving home from lunch like let's let's just go to like Wendover. Yeah, just have like a night alone yeah. and I mean things were just like heavy. We obviously what he said the funeral and then all this like built up of like this conversation and what's going to happen and us both trying to surrender, but it got it got to us like a not a scary point, but kind of. Yeah. So, I mean, here's here's where you need to be careful <laughs> when surrendering because there is the inner voice or the ego that exists. And the ego is not our friend. And it just started putting like, just like thoughts and ideas of what could happen. And then I was telling myself, well, I just need to like surrender to those thoughts and ideas. So like the one, the one thought and idea was like, well, maybe... Jalen like needs to reconnect with him and get married, you know, to him and like run off and, you know, do whatever. And so obviously like that was like, it, it didn't like hit me super hard at that moment, but it was something we like talked about on our drive out to Wendover. So I think I just like kind of put that maybe like enforce that thought more in your head or reinforce that thought more. Cause I'm oh, sure it I had crossed even, your mind. I didn't even, no, that never crossed my mind. Okay. Like there was maybe a small worry there. Like what if there's a connection there? Like that scared me, but like never did it cross my mind thinking, oh, I'm going to run off with him. Like never. I would never like break apart our family for like that. I just wouldn't. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I bring this, I guess I plant this seed and I'm like just telling myself like, okay, I'll surrender to it, whatever. Like, and then I was like, what the fuck? Seriously. <laughs> Sorry, but it made my mind go like I was pretty chill about the conversation. I was nervous. Well, that's how I was most of the but time. But then I went from zero to a hundred because then Sandra brings up all this and he's like, I'm surrendering. Like if you have to go live with him for a while and I'm like, what is going on? And then like, that's what's in my head for the next how many days until I talk to him. It's only two days at that point. Two days. So anyway, I think what really, so Jalen and I, we go to a dispensary get some edibles. We're in Wendover. It's legal. Um, yeah. So we get high, obviously just hanging out on the bed. Things lead to things. We start having sex and it just like ends up being like, to me, like a crazy magical, like experience where I was like seeing both of our energies and then our energies were like, so her energy was pink and mine was blue. And this wasn't because of the weed. You have like a spiritual gift with this. So. Yeah. I. Anyway. Yeah. My gift's more like around discern. I can just tell when like things aren't whole and complete. So. And I can just feel energies and situations pretty well. Yeah. I think that's just discernment. But. Yeah. So. So yeah. I'm like seeing her like pink energy my blue energy and they're like coming together and forming and it's turning into like this violet like purple like a metallic purple energy and it's just like so beautiful and i wanted to like during sex like just say it's like so beautiful but i didn't i wish you would have i didn't want her to be like oh 
like I don't know. I mean, you kind of want like a a masculine man during sex, you no, know? I would have loved that if you had been like our energy is this color. I'd have been like, what? That's well, so I was awesome. telling you about our energies. I just didn't say it was like beautiful. Come on. I I learned so anyway. I'm having like yeah, just this awesome experience. And so was I. And I was doing very good things to Jalen, which this is very you TMI you episode. say you say what happened. I mean, well, say. Okay, this was like the best sex slash orgasm of my life. Period. Yeah, and it was like loud and awesome. I mean, <laughs> I was feeling proud. I was like getting even more turned on because it was and you hot. Should be. You should be proud. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm just like, oh man, this is like incredible. Like seven years, guys. The best in seven years. Yeah. So. You could probably talk about this for like Well, the best ever, you said. So, yeah. I mean, that spans over all of your sexual life. Well, I haven't really. Yeah. But, okay. So anyway, I'm just like, I'm feeling good. Feeling pretty good. Like as we're driving home. Oh, and I guess we should mention on our drive out there. I was I was expressing like some frustrations or some things that I would appreciate more from Jalen of her like just sharing like deeper things with me. Like whatever's on her mind, like don't worry about how it's going to affect me. Like I want to have a deeper connection. Get what you asked for, buddy. Yeah, so and I did on the drive home. Okay, well let me let me preface a little bit with her too. Yeah. So me and Sondra are very different when it comes to a lot of things. And I feel like things that you think are deep and important are things that I, it's, it would, it's not things that I would be like, oh, I need to tell him this, you know, like dreams, they're dreams. It's not me like choosing to like have this dream. I mean, I wish I could control my dreams. I'm working on that. But so like when stuff happens and then it like randomly comes up, it kind of feels like you, um, like almost treat it like I was hiding something from you. But on my yeah. side, it's like, oh, I didn't think that was like a big deal. So I learned through this experience that like he wants to know all the things. So yeah. I'm trying to be more mindful of like, okay, this is something he'd want to know. This well, is- and I, I think it's fine to call out like I just I do have trust issues, I think, due to past relationships, um, one in particularly. And so I think that just like... Yeah, I've just always had trust issues. So anytime I feel like Jalen's like hiding things from me, you know, it obviously like triggers some of that work I haven't done yet. Yeah. So it's oh, like and on your side, you feel like I'm hiding stuff. Then on my side, I'm like, it doesn't feel like a big deal to me. Like it doesn't feel like it's something I need to tell you. So I've kind of had to kind of like, okay, I have to be more mindful of when I'm having experiences or thoughts that come up. Even if I'm like, oh, that's, it is what it is. I have to be like, oh, would Sonder want to know this? Yeah. Okay. So we're getting to the point of driving home from Wendover, but something just, I remembered. So Jalen mentioned earlier that she didn't tell me any of like him coming up during meditations and things like that. I was meditating one night and he kept popping into my head. And then also like loyalty was like the other thing that was popping into my head. Okay, I forgot that conversation. So then I like bring it up to Jalen and she's like. Well, you text me because I, I was at my um, ceremony. Oh, yeah. Because he texted me and I was like, holy hell, like what now? <laughs> so and so, yeah, I mean, I think it just kind of like brought up and I'm like, well, she obviously like needs to talk to him 
And so, I mean, I think that helped it be easier. But yeah, that did make you paranoid, though, because if loyalty's coming up and then his name, you're like, well, are they doing something? Like, well, yeah, and that made me for sure like paranoid. And then the fact that she didn't tell me like that he was coming up kind of made it feel like she wasn't telling me things. But okay, so in my head, I feel like I was protecting you almost because I'm like, I don't want him to be paranoid and like. I don't want to be paranoid about someone else because there's nothing there. If there was something there, I'd be like, oh, I need to have this conversation. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing there on my end. There's no feelings there. There's no, I mean, at least not, there's connection, but not feelings as in like love or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? So. Okay. So we're driving back from Wendover now. Yes. Paint this, paint the picture. It's Beautiful a desert. salt flats. <laughs> so I do actually like the salt flats. Yeah. They're really pretty. Um, and Wendover though. What a, what a fun place. Um, yeah. So we're driving home. I, yeah, I don't know. I think things are going well, right? I don't even remember the drive home at this point. Anyway. Yeah. Who cares? We don't need to set the stage, but I mean, bring up what, what we talked about there that I think just made, it made everything just so much more real and personal to me. And that's, this is what kind of set me down the spiral. So, what? Were you going to talk about the out-of-body experience? I mean, I don't really want to, no. Oh, you don't? <laughs> okay. I mean, he just, he was showing up in my dreams. Showing up, yes, while we were together. He was like, it like I almost like felt his presence there. Okay. Not in like a sexual way, but like I felt him there. Yeah. And so, yeah, that triggered you. Yeah. So that, I mean, it just made it feel like maybe a lot bigger than what I actually thought it was in my mind. Yeah. And, and so then me, all again, of a sudden. It, the... like wasn't a, it wasn't a big deal. It was just more like that's what's been on my mind and that's why I felt that. I don't know. Yeah. And so then, then all of a sudden that like worst case scenario is like, oh shit, that's like, this is like reality. Like this is going to happen. So, so then we get back, you know, Sunday, I don't know. I was, I mean, you know, I was just like, kind of like depressed. I mean, I just like laid in bed most of the day and I I was just like off and it was just an awful day period. Yeah. So it was, it was just a struggle. So, um, and then, you know, that night I, I just couldn't sleep. We were in bed at like eight o'clock. I slept like a champ. I slept like 10 she, and a half She hours. slept 11 hours. <laughs> Freaking sucked. Yeah, but I was exhausted. And I think, I mean, when Sondra kind of planted those like worst case scenario things in my head, I was running, it was like running through my head all night because I'm like, okay, what if the universe is bringing him back together because we are supposed to be together and I'm supposed to help him heal and like work through all this stuff. And like all these scenarios are playing through my head. And I was like, I feel like I was getting towards a like depressed state too. Cause I'm like, I like what would happen? Like, I would break apart my family. Like, I can't, like, I would never choose this. And then I, like, told Sondra the night before, I'm like, that's not an option. Like, we don't, I get to create my own reality. I get to choose. Well, you even came up with that in Wendover. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. Okay, So, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Even if that's what's supposed to happen, like, I'm not going to choose that. So, I was just, like, I was a mess in my head. I was a mess. I was a mess, too. So, yeah, she falls asleep at, like, 8. I, I literally, I couldn't sleep. I didn't fall asleep till two o'clock that night. And I was, so two, 2 a.m. And I, I probably meditated in total that night for like three and a half hours. I was like in and out of just like meditating, trying to clear my, 
mind because it was, I don't know. I really, I felt like every single emotion during that time, like obviously like sadness, anger, frustration. Just, I mean, and the crazy thing is I feel like we just did it to ourselves. Yeah. Well, that's like, the whole, I, that, like that's we the getting, I felt like we were walking away. Like I felt like this huge heartbreak was coming on or something. That's what, I mean, that's what it felt like. It was so heavy. And then in the morning, I mean, did you like kiss me goodbye? And then you like left a note that said, love you on my table. And I was like, it literally felt like we were having a breakup. I know. Like it sucked. It did. I mean, that's what it felt like. And it was really, it was like really heavy and really sad. And I was just like, holy shit, like what is going to happen today? What's going to happen today? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So then I go, I go to work. Yeah, I kicked everyone out of the house. I just, I just, I knew Sondra would be listening some way, somehow. And I'm like, I'm not going to be comfortable. I just, like, I need to get this conversation over. I don't want to have another conversation because I forgot half of what I needed to say. Yeah. So I'm like, I just need everyone out of the house. So I literally, I had the kids out. I had Sondra out. I'm like, we just need to be alone. Like, I need to have this conversation. We need to move forward. And I'm like, I'm having, I have an eight o'clock meeting, a nine o'clock meeting, and I'm just like out of it. I mean, even with like, talking to my boss and I'm just like telling him, Oh, we just put an offer on a house, but I have like no excitement or anything. And he's like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll text you later. I don't want to talk about it right now. And then, so, I mean, I'm still going to be like, I mean, I'm nosy. I have trust issues anyway. So, so I turn on the, I turn on the camera and I'm just like watching and waiting for him to come up. <laughs> I and already then, knew you were going to be doing that. And he fucking looks like Harry Styles all like, <laughs> fashioned out i'm like oh well shit yep this is it i mean jalen's obviously very you think fashionable i'm gonna leave you over a nice outfit <laughs> yes I did. you have no faith in me well no not that i think there's other i think the other thing this is like the cherry on top right like the good fashion so <laughs> good fashion so yeah so then i mean that's pretty much like all i heard was you guys walking down so and you watched us walk all the way downstairs. I did, and I had like on my phone, I had the basement camera up, and on my <laughs> laptop, I had like the the other camera up to like the front living room area. So yeah. and it actually it was really hard for me because I like I just kept thinking about Sandra all morning, like, and then my ex texts me and he's like, "I'm gonna be 15 minutes late," and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like this is gonna kill me." I'm like, "I already the conversation could be done in 15 minutes," you know. But I was like, oh, Sandra's probably, like, not working right now. He probably can't focus. The whole situation <laughs> just, rough. like, sucked. But, like, this is a prime example of surrendering and, like, doing the hard stuff. Yeah. You know? And, and I didn't do a good job at surrendering. Right? Like, it, it completely took like, over. You did at the beginning. But then I think. Well, I just let that voice get in the way. Is that and just like called the EO? Yeah. They call, I mean, he calls it the ego, the inner voice. Yeah, I mean, whatever so. that is, it's not our friend. It's not. Period. If someone tells you to make friends with your ego, like, don't listen to them. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll tell my side of what happened. Yeah. So, yeah, he gets there. I was, like, shaking. I was trying to get him, like, ice. Well, I could see how nervous you were, too. I was trying to get him ice in his cup. You were pacing like, in the kitchen before he got there. Yeah, I was literally pacing. She kept opening up all the cupboards in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so got him some water. We went downstairs. I could tell... There was just a sadness in his eyes, like, I mean, the second he got there, and it was just really hard to see that. Um, and, I mean, I've told Sandra already knows this, and 
it's kind of just like a crappy reality or hard reality but like we didn't get divorced because we stopped loving each other it was more because we were just stuck in a really bad place and we didn't know how to get out of it you didn't know how to make it work yeah we didn't have tools we didn't have resources like i didn't know what anxiety was i didn't know how to communicate properly i didn't know how i mean every possible issue you can probably think of probably happened to us in our marriage and we were so young we got married at 22 um you know that just did the mormon way like I, that's what i was supposed to do and i was one to like stick to the rules stick to the script like that was my focus so yeah we didn't we didn't get divorced because we stopped loving each other so like that was kind of a hard pill to swallow and i i mean that's kind of like one of the things that came up i'm like maybe this is like closure maybe this is like because we didn't i don't feel like we got closure we literally decided we were getting divorced and 12 days later 11 days later it was done it was final and like we had sex a couple times after that because i was just like a wreck and i feel like I put my value in other people and like getting other people's approval and I had no one at that time. So like he was the only person I had. So like I was calling him to console myself for our marriage. <laughs> like, yeah, messed up a lot of messed up stuff. Um, so in my head, I'm like, okay, maybe this is just my closure. Like maybe this is why I'm supposed to talk to him is just like fully close the door. So all these, all these scenarios are running through my head. Um, so yeah, he gets here, we go downstairs and we had a really good conversation. I told him everything. Um, there was definitely some like tears on his end when I talked to him about like the miscarriage and just a lot of stuff that went on. And hopefully he's cool with me sharing all this stuff. But yeah, I mean, I just won't share any of his like personal things. But... Yeah, I won't. Um, yeah, really good conversation. Um, I just really, I really felt for him, and he's like in just a different place in life than I am. Um, he's not married. Um, but yeah, I don't want to share any of his personal stuff, but yeah, we had a really good conversation and I felt like as soon as he got there and as soon as like the first sentence got out, I knew that like what our worst case scenarios that we kept talking about were not even like 1% true. Like instantly I just knew like he needed this healing so much and I needed this healing and we needed this closure and... I mean, there was, like, nothing. There's no, like, romantic connection there. It was more, like, he, like, we needed it. We needed this conversation, and, you know, um, do you think it's appropriate for me to read what he sent after? Um. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, probably not. I would, no. I'd, I'd more just summarize, like, yeah. how healing, how healing it was, I'll I think. summarize it, yeah. yeah. Um, he probably wouldn't care if I asked, but um, I'll just, I'll just summarize it. So yeah, um, tears, lots of talking, he left and then he texted me like 20 minutes later and basically just said that, um, he definitely needed that and it was very healing for him and I don't know, it just, that whole, the whole text he sent me was just major confirmation that like, I know exactly why that conversation needed to happen. And the universe wasn't trying to wreck my marriage. Like the universe wants what's best for us. God wants what's best for us. Source, whatever you believe in, like wants what's best for us. And I don't feel like anything's gonna be coming to our path unless it's, unless it's for our higher, like our highest good. And like, that's what we both needed, whether it was, like, I think, I don't know what would happen if I would have gone forward and not done it, but like he needed that healing for sure. And I think I did too. So 
um, yeah, we left that conversation on a good note and I, with Saunders' permission, or I guess I told you, I told my ex he could stay in touch with me just because I feel like there's, if I can help in any way, like in the healing process, like that's literally what I feel like I'm being called to right now. So I offered that up. Obviously there will be boundaries if there needs to be, but I'm not too worried about it. Yay. As long as as it's transparent. (laughs) Yeah. So we've learned, this has just been wild, like from the meditation and him coming up to like, and I honestly feel like we didn't meet up for so long. Like our schedules just were not working out and it took like a week and a half, maybe two weeks to meet up. Because me and Sonder had like six lessons we needed to learn in between then. Yeah. Like I really truly believe all that stuff came out because we had to work through that stuff. Like I had issues arise. You had issues arise. I still have digging to do to figure out stuff. So do you. Yeah. I mean, I for sure see like, I think my biggest shadow right now and, and just like trust. Yeah. Because I don't want to put like a wedge between us. Right. And I think that for sure does. So, yeah, I mean, it was shitty. It sucked big time. Oh, yeah, it sucked for both of us. But I think, yeah, I mean, even just talking about it now, I think it's been, like, so healing to just, like, chat through it. Handhold. Yeah, we're holding hands now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think this has just been, yeah, I mean, it did suck. That was a sucky, those, those two days were just rough. But, but again, we no, did it to ourselves. Yeah. Like I knew deep down inside this was nothing more than like some sort of healing. But then we just got inside our own heads and we let it fly. Yeah. And then it just became such a big issue. And like we didn't even need to talk about, well, what happens if like you have to move out or like and live with like that stuff is just ridiculous that we well, even like <laughs> created that. Well, and I was telling myself, I'm like, well, it's technically like the perfect time where house is under contract we're going to be moving. It's like, I mean, if there's, if there's a better time, there's not ever going to probably be a better time for new beginnings than this. So maybe it's just the whole universe coming together for this. So, I mean, it was just, I mean, you can just see like my mind going. Yeah. I just went from zero to a hundred in like a really bad way. So, I mean, the moral of the story and like, hopefully you guys can learn some lessons for this. I don't think this is a situation everyone's going to deal with where, you know, I have to reconnect with my ex-husband and heal through some stuff. But I think it's important when things come up to take care of them and they're going to be hard. Like I've had stuff come up where I've had to apologize to people. It freaking sucks. Like it sucks to be like, okay, I was wrong in this situation. Like I need to apologize and see what happens, blah, blah, blah. Like I had to apologize to a couple people after our um, ayahuasca ceremony, which it didn't come in that. But it came after that when I was like meditating. I'm like, I need to reach out to this person and apologize. Um, like stuff's just going to come up and you have to just surrender and work through it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think every shadow like that is not, I mean, it's just not ever going to be easy to address. So yeah, it's not. And some are going to be easier than others. Like, yeah, maybe we'll do. I haven't decided if I'm going to share my ayahuasca journey, but I feel like there's a lot of good nuggets in there that could be helpful for people maybe. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I think it offers some like closure too on some of the experiences you had the first time. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, totally up to you, but I didn't go this time. If you didn't catch that by me texting her while she was at it. (laughs) 
Um, cool. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's I think it. we're, we're going to keep working on surrendering. And when you think you've got it down, you're, you're going to learn you don't. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think we're human. And I think, I mean, my belief is we're here to learn like these certain lessons and it's not like you hit, you hit five lessons and you're like, cool, I'm good to go. Like it's, we're always going to be learning. We're always going to be growing. And it's always a choice to deal with the hard stuff or to shove it down. And holy cow, don't you feel like dealing with the hard stuff? It sucks so bad. Like you said, there was like two, three day period there where it was awful. Like we both, it was awful. I mean, even yesterday was rough. And that yeah, was, yesterday was super the day rough. after. I was like sad all day long. But I mean, that's a whole other issue. Not even, yeah, just other issues that are coming up from those issues. But I feel like that's what needed to happen. Yeah. Like well, our shadows are coming up, and which is bringing up more shadows and more shadows and more shadows. Yeah, I feel like too, I mean, this could probably be a whole nother episode. But we're just like, as Jalen and I become like more whole together in other areas, I think it's showing where we're not as strong. Yeah. And so that's where it's like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to like talk about those areas where we're not as whole without like feeling like I'm beating up Jalen and, and things. So, and vice versa. But anyway, we can talk. I'm, I'm sure this will be another episode to talk through. It's just yeah, I think we good to surrender this before we talk about it. <laughs> yeah. We're still, we're still working through these it. There's some shadows that were brought up after the last shadows we just worked through. So now we're working through these. So but it's always a learning and growing experience. And like I said, when you come out the other side, it just, you feel like I can, I can do anything. And it's pretty cool. Cool. Oh, we got a, a one-star review. They said we're very monotone, which we are. And they said we're really boring. So <laughs> thanks everyone who's listening to our monotone and boring. And I think they said we just like... It's, it's weird that we talk about like getting drunk and having sex. I don't know what episode they listen to, but Well, we're there not you go. here to entertain anyone. We're here to be relatable and share our life experience. Some people will relate, some people won't, and that is okay. We accept everyone. And it's healing for us to, to talk through these things. So, yeah. okay. Well, Thanks share with a friend. You go. Share with a friend. Follow but, on Instagram. Thanks for joining. Okay. Leave a review. Leave a review. Subscribe. Everything helps with our visibility. So all the love, all the sharing really helps. So thank you. Okay, bye.
long time Can't you see I wanted it to be us now Darling, if you knew how this would turn out We let the stars shine bright Yeah, I've been waiting too long for ya I don't wanna love ya if you don't love me back 